we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Watch this. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So watch this. The devil has blinded the minds. In the text, he has blinded the minds of them which believe not. When you struggle believing the word of God, when you don't have a premium on the word of God and you, and you don't believe the word of God, the devil is allowed to put a blinder around your mind. He's allowed to blind your mind. Watch this. When your mind is blinded, glory be to God, there then is a darkness. He says, because the light of the gospel will not be able to shine unto you. So you are left in a place of darkness, and whenever there is darkness, there's always bondage. That, that wherever there is darkness, there is always bondage. That's why, beloved, when when God in the beginning, when the, when the earth was was void and without form and dark. God did not begin by addressing the voids that was in the earth. He did not address the fact that it was without form. The first thing he did, he had to take authority over the enemy. And the way he took authority over the enemy is to speak light. See, if you are shouting, skipping, dancing, but still in the dark, you're in bondage. Oh my God. And there are a lot of believers that have in a lot of church. They're dancing and prancing, skipping and jumping, but they are still in the dark. Watch this man. Oh my God. Let me turn to it. I got to turn to this so you can see this. I don't want you to be guessing. Watch what this text says. The text says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was, watch this, without form. I'm going to say something that's going to make you jump. Watch this. Uh, the earth was without form and void so the earth had no structure it had no structure it was void speaks to the chaos it was empty it was barren god i'm about to shout it was without form had no shape had no structure it was void it was not filled it was empty it was barren watch this and darkness was upon the face of the deep 
I'm about to throw something. Watch what the text says. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light, and then there was light. I need you to hear me, Brother Rev, that's tuning in right now. Sister Rev, Sister Apostle and Prophet, listen to me. It is no good to have good structure. Watch it. It was without form. It is no good to put form in darkness. Oh, God. It is no good, beloved, to put fruitfulness in darkness. Okay, that's what you said. Oh, there are a lot of houses of worship that has all kind of structure. There are a lot of houses of worship that got all kind of form. Form is tight, man. They got this thing locked down to science. They got the ushers them, but they got the, the things lined up good. Uh, got the protocol stuff in place. Oh, come on here. They got the sanitization stations. Uh, they got the, the, the um, uh, all of the protocols. Got the mask. Got the mask with the design on it with the church logo. My God. Got the, I mean, all the nice stuff on the mask and things look so tight and you got all this form and then, my God, the people there, people coming from all over. My God, we got to add one services because the people coming and so you got rid of the voids you got rid of the emptiness but there's a bigger problem that we refuse to address many of us we got the form we got the people we ain't got the voids we got the voids filled but we still in the dark God teaches us something he said listen to me if you find yourself without structure and you have no people turn the light on Get the light if you don't have no... See, oh God, see, I know many of us, we're so arrogant and we knock the little churches that ain't got all the order and ain't got all the structure and ain't got all the lights and the smoke machine, you know, the fake glory. That's a smoke machine. The smoke, smoke machine, uh, um, the, 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 the real name for a smoke machine, the biblical name is fake glory. Yeah, because uh, you know, in, in scripture, the glory filled the house. Well, now we get a machine to fill the house. But when you, when you get all the smoke machines, fake glory, and all those other stuff going on, and you put them things there in the midst of darkness, God says that goes against my order. God says the first thing I had to do, I had to dispel the darkness first. Don't have form and in the dark. Don't have fruit and in the dark. Genesis 1 says, his answer to being void and, <laughs> and without form and dark was to address the darkness. We could fix the rest later. But let the light come in. I'm telling you, watch the text. The text says this. If I go back to our previous text, now I feel God tonight. Oh, goodness. None of this was in my notes, but I feel this tonight. Watch what this thing says. He says, he says, Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, lest the light. We got shout, but ain't got no light. We got structure and order and pretty things, but ain't got no light. Good God Almighty, He says, I ain't gonna go ahead and, and do ferment and separate the waters from the land and and can create birds and create animals. I can do that in the dark. And we in the church kept trying to create stuff in the dark. We got everything else, but ain't got no word. 
See, the word that the Lord speaks, that's what brings the light, the light of the glorious gospel. And I'm telling you, the text says, back in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, he says, is blinded the minds of them which believe not. And I have understood this. I just lent a, uh, one of my ministers a book that I read some time ago. It's called The Christian Atheist because there are many of us that say it, filled with the Holy Ghost, kind of, but we're atheists. The, 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 um, the believing atheists, we have people who are calling themselves saints, calling themselves children of God, but they don't really believe God. Don't believe the promises of God concerning them. And so spend all this time in church, but they really don't believe it. They've been blinded from the light of this gospel. Many of you right now, COVID has blinded you because you forgot the blessing is on you. You forgot that the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and he added no sorrow with it. Because the mind is being blinded. And so you got structure, you get order, you get church times, and you get office times, and all these things that we're doing. But the problem is we are working in the dark. The word is what brings illumination, not tongues. The word. Ooh, glory be to God. All right, let's go back. 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 Where my notes is? So none of that was in the notes, uh, but it felt pretty good coming out, though. Glory. <laughs> so we need to get this word now. We talked last week about revelation, the need for revelation. All right, because we set the foundation that the word is what makes you free. The word is what dispels the darkness. Here we go. Let's walk through this. Let me make sure I get this so we can walk through this in the right way. Now, the word cannot be received by the flesh. The word is only received by the spirit. We got to understand that. Now, in this instance, we're talking about the word, and this is how I'm going to separate the word um, from preaching or from any other means. I'm going to call it revelation. Revelation. And that's why our teaching is entitled The Power of Revelation. Now, watch this. Let's define revelation as this. Revelation is what God makes known to the spirit of the believer concerning his plan for their life. This is what God makes known to the spirit of the believer concerning his plan for their life. Revelation. When God reveals, he makes known, he opens up his plan. He speaks to you. Revelation. When the Lord gives revelation, it always speaks to you. Denzel, don't preach that. Don't preach that. When the Lord brings revelation, it always speaks to you. I got a problem with people that get all this prophetic word, but no word they get is for them. Something is wrong when your word is word for everybody else but you. You don't apply your word to me, but you won't, you, 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 you won't give it. You, you, you don't apply it to yourself, but you won't give it to me. You could see all the things. You know what God said to everybody else. But this word you release releasing ain't working on you. That's a problem, beloved. See, one of the things that, that is becoming abundantly clear is that many of us truly don't allow the spirit to dwell richly on the inside of us. We are functioning based on what is on us and not what's in us. See, there is an anointing that's on you that is manifested when you do certain ministry, but we can see that in you you're empty. 
because the anointing in you is what calls you into order the anointing on you will never call you into order the anointing on you is for use that's why see that's why you cannot be caught you cannot be fooled by people that have an anointing on them but live it like hell don't let that fool you because the anointing is just on them. It is what is in you that constrains you. It is when that word is dwelling richly on the inside of you. See, on the inside of them is darkness. See, God is God is so God that he'll use a donkey to call a prophet into order. God is so God that he'll let a rooster speak to Peter. So don't believe that you're special when God uses you. Being used by God, being used of God is not that special. When you read scripture, you're going to realize, hold on, that ain't nothing. This, oh, I have arrived because God used you. No, God uses whomever he will. That's not a sign that you have arrived. We got to fix that in the body of Christ because many persons got on this attitude because God used them. God used you to prophesy to somebody and now your nose up in the air. God used you to do some sort of ministry and now you know you ain't special. Look at who, you, have you ever checked to see who God has used? So let me say this to you. Do not assume that because someone is being used of God that inside of them there is light. That inside of them, they are free. There are people being used of God and they in all kind of bondage. That's what I'm trying to show you. See, it is the spirit of God in you, that light in you, that word dwelling richly on the inside of you that creates light on the inside of you and freedom. But don't believe because you don't have that freedom that you cannot be used. He can still use you even though in you is a mess. How you can say that? Because he's used me. I've been used of God, and there have been times I've been used of God. I sit back and say, God, I can't believe you just used me. See, y'all, y'all can lie. I can tell the truth. God, I can't believe you just used me. So the anointing on you is for service. That's for you to get work done, for you to do certain things in the kingdom. And then many of us, the gifts and the cause of God without repentance, many of us are functioning based on what God has graced upon our gift and we're doing that and we're being effective at it. But don't let that fool you. That don't mean inside you right. You can still be in bondage. Do not allow someone's efficiency or someone's efficacy in working ministry to make you believe they're free. You cannot watch how effective someone is in church, how good they lead praise and worship. Oh boy, I know they're living right. I know that. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't. You can get fooled. You gonna get fooled. It don't work that way. Many of us have all kind of gift on us, but we in bondage. The text says he said this to those that believe. They were believing Jews, but they were still in bondage. In him was darkness. Why God uses who he used, I don't know. Why would God pick Judas to be one of the twelve? I don't know. I gotta figure why he, why he called me first. So we cannot be confused. And this is in, in, in how we judge others and also how we look at ourselves. You cannot look at yourself and because you, you brought a good sermon or you... you um, did something wonderful in church to believe you did. No, no, no. That doesn't mean you straight. That means you just got used. That's all it means.
<laughs> all right, okay, all right. I hope you got that now. So this word is the is the bringing us the light of God on the inside of us that there can be freedom. What time is it? Watch your time, dancer. That there can be freedom. Okay, here we go. Revelation is what God makes known to the spirit of man, to the spirit, to the spirit of the believer, not the mind, but the spirit of the believer, um, concerning his plan for their life. Now, we said this last week, and I'm just going over this quickly. We live by revelation. We are supposed to hear from God. See, that's what God makes known to us, that he reveals it to us. We're supposed to hear from God. Don't, don't let nobody put you in bondage. We need prophets. They are gifts. God put them in the body of Christ to mature us, to build us up. But listen to me. You're supposed to hear from God. No matter, see, I'm gonna get there in a second. Now, let, let me do this. Let me do this. There is only, please, if you write and write this down, there's only source by which, there's only one source by which we hear God. And that's by the Spirit of God connecting with our spirit. That's the only way. Now, that sounds basic. I made that make sense in a second. There's only one source by which the believer hears God. That is by the Spirit of God when His Spirit is joined to our spirit according to 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 6 and 17. Only when His Spirit connects with our spirit and speak, that's the only way we hear God. The only way. Because according to Romans chapter 8, His Spirit bears witness with our spirit. Watch this. Uh, watch this. You do not hear God through your prophet. You hear God by the Spirit of God. You do not hear God through your preacher. Listen to what I'm saying to you. I don't care how much they are giving you a message from the Lord. You do not hear God from them. Hearing God only happens by way of your spirit. And so if you're hearing in your ear, that's why you've received, see, so, this will make sense to you right now. You receive all kind of prophecy and there's been no manifestation and there's been no freedom. There's been nothing manifest in your life because you heard your prophet, but you didn't hear God. Now, I'm not saying what they said was not from God. That's not what I'm saying. But you cannot hear them and think you're hearing God. You've got to now listen by way of the Spirit. See, it is your Spirit that will connect with what they are saying. I hope, I hope you all make this making sense to you. you. You can only hear by the Spirit of God. Watch this. So, hearing God, oh God, watch this. Hearing God has nothing to do with the sender, but everything to do with the receiver. One more time. Hearing God. So, see, your prophet, that's the sender. Your, your pastor, that's the sender. Now, watching Bishop Jakes on television, the sender. Watching Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams, sender. Whoever that man of God, woman of God is that you listen to and you love to hear them talk, they are the sender. But that is, they are not responsible for you hearing God. The way, the responsibility to hearing God is on the receiver and you are the receiver.
So if you don't have your spirit in a place to hear what the spirit of God is saying through the vessel, it's not on them, it's on you. Hearing God is solely on the receiver. And listen to me, when the receiver is in alignment, you can be in a service and they'll be preaching about how Jonah swallowed the fish and he got up in Jerusalem and when he took the gates of Jerusalem and went down the road to Damascus, he saw a man begging by the gate, beautiful. And you hear that? And the spirit of God on the inside of you, that's what the preacher is saying. But the spirit of God on the inside of you pulls out of all that confusion just now. And you there being blessed and being enriched. And everybody else saying, this is a bunch of nonsense. But because your spirit, your receiver was so tuned in, God still got a message to you. Oh God, y'all hear what I just said. God will still get a message to you. I told this story so many different places. Um, and this was years before I had this revelation concerning um, um, this, this walking with God and understanding the word of faith and understanding the tripartite nature of man. I knew it but didn't understand it. I remember we were in a service. We were in a service and I was preaching about something. And after the, I was preaching, I can't remember what I was preaching about. This, this one of the members of the church came to me after the service and she said, Pastor, thank God, because when he was preaching, you said, lay your hand on my, on my stomach and God's about to heal you. And said, Pastor, I laid my hand on my stomach and fire went through me and I got healed. I said, well, glory to God. Now I said, hold on. What did I say? I said, you was preaching and you said, lay your hand on your stomach and God's about to heal you. I said, I said, girlfriend, I didn't say that. She said, no, 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 pastor, no pastor. I was there and you said that. We were recording our services from a long time. We were streaming a long time. We was virtual a long time. So I gone there and I watched the thing. Never did I say, lay your hand on your stomach, you're going to be healed. What happened in that moment? Glory to God. Her spirit was so elevated and she was longing for God and listening to hear God that she heard what I did not say. Oh man. So please don't hear what I just said as discounting the value of the man or the woman or the vessel of God. But what I am doing is saying to you that God wants to speak to you and once your spirit is elevated, it doesn't matter who the vehicle is, God will get a message to you. By the Spirit of God, if you have an ear to hear. See, in many of us, we write down these prophecies and we, got, we have, we have uh, intellectualized what God has said to us and we got it in this book. But a lot of times, what the prophet said to us, what the man or woman of God said to us, never hit our spirit. It only got, it got stuck in our mind. It got stop, stuck in our intellect. It got caught up in our desires. It never hit our spirit. And until it hits the spirit, there will be no manifestation. Whoo, glory to God. Are we helping anybody? Is this too much? Let me know if I'm making sense. So the first thing we said to you is that the believer is supposed to hear God. You're supposed to hear God. You're supposed to hear God. Now, revelation is not... So, so we're supposed to hear God, and so we, it, hearing God is our responsibility. 
Here we go. Revelation this is the next thing I want you to get. Revelation is not studied or searched after. It is received. I want to say this to you so you can get me. Have me good. You don't go digging for revelation. You don't go hunting and hunting and hunting for revelation. That's not the way it has been designed to work. Revelation, beloved, comes to you. Watch this. If you read Jeremiah 1 and 4, if you read Ezekiel 21 and 8, if you read Jonah 1 and 1, the three, I ain't gonna put them on the screen, but and there are so many others. You would hear these words right here. And the word of the Lord came. And the word of the Lord or revelation came. You don't go, you don't go digging for it. It comes and find you. But it's only looking for, watch this, an elevated spirit. I'm getting there in a second. So the, you many of us are getting frustrated going looking for revelation. Watch this. Going to all kind of midday prayer meeting. Trying to hear the counsel of God, the mind of God concerning us. Going to all kind of places, getting all twisted up and all confused, trying to dig for stuff. And you that's not the way it works. I know someone getting mad at me right now, but I thought you study for revelation. No, you read the word of God for sustenance and you elevate your you, you elevate your spirit man, and revelation will come to you. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.